Let me tell you something, brother. He's American-made, all right? And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you picked a great night, as always, on the Wrestling Debate Show. 
It is Hulk Hogan, an American maiden. He is the red, white, and blue. And he is red, white, and blue all over, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Wrestling Debate, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready to rock out tonight for Wrestling Debate, ladies and gentlemen. Joining me on the line right now is the Jimmy Hart of the gang, ladies and gentlemen. The Colonel himself from Front Royal Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Hulkster. Oh, yeah, dig it, man. Yes, folks, I am the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolo, and joining me right now is Mr. John Gross, one 605 pounds and we say hello to John as we welcome you to what should be a fun, crazy, wild Wednesday night here at the debate. John, are you with us? John, are you there? Okay, I think John's with us now. John, are you with us? Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Yes. Oh, what a show we got in store for you tonight, folks. And believe me, the fun is going to be here for the next hour. So we're going to keep the fun and the party going all night long. Believe me, that just means not only here, but it also means revolution. John, what a moment we got in store for tonight, Howard. And boy, oh boy. As we rocked out to start the show tonight, it's only fitting American Made is being played here tonight. And it was 35 years ago tonight. History was made in itself, however, in front of 20,000 people at Madison Square Garden when Hulk Hogan, yes, folks, Terry Eugene Balea, coming back to the WWF after filming Rocky Three, after getting an opportunity to go after the AWA World Championship in Nick Bockwinkle, told Ferranganya, basically, in his words, to stick it, let's just say, as he would tell people to stick it later on down the road. But he would tell Ferranganya and Bachwinkle and the AWA to stick it, along with his good friend, Mean Gene Okerlund, who tragically we lost just a few weeks ago, however, the both of them would be arriving side by side. They would be arriving in front of a jam-packed crowd in Madison Square Garden, and that night, folks, Hulkamania was born. Yes, folks, Hulk Hogan won the WWF World's Championship over the Iron Sheik after the Iron Sheik, one month before, had won the championship from the then-champion Bobby Backlund, if you will, who had held the title for six-plus years. Over the next four-plus years during his first big reign, Hulkamania was bigger than ever. But on this night, however, 35 years ago, on a Monday night, in front of 20,000 people at the Garden Tower, it was party time in a big way. Andre the Giant, Rocky Johnson, Ian Putski, Mean Gene Okerlund, uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Pat Patterson, they were all there at the Garden that night, John. And we have seen this moment, we have replayed this moment many times on our shows, however. I have got to get your take, however, your reaction. 35 years ago tonight, we saw history in the making, and here it is now, 35 years later, however. We still relive that moment and get chills reliving that great moment that Monday night at the Garden back in 84. Your thoughts? Well, well first things first, Mean Gene. After the celebration was over and the party was over and the cameras cut off, I went to Kevin Nash with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, dude. And I, and I had a party with us, our first party together when we won the first world title, man. 
Yes, yes, indeed. But what a moment this was in 1984. This would start off a big celebration and change wrestling as we know it, however. Before that, however, like we said, in the 80s, pay-per-view was starting to come into its own. Jimmy Crockett and the NWA had started Starcade, but Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan would start something of their own, however, in a big way, and it would be known as WrestleMania if you will. We would see Mr. T. We would see Roddy Piper. We would see, oh yeah, dig it, the Macho Man Randy Savage. We would see the Dragon, Mickey Steamboat, and yes, we would see that. JYD himself, Junkyard Dog, among others, come into play, however. But Hulk Hogan changed wrestling as we know it, however, in the WWE before it had been a pretty good Northeast Territory with guys like superstar Billy Graham, Bob Backlund, and of course, Pittsburgh's own The Living Legend, Bruno San Martino, but Hulk Hogan, of course, would put the WWF on the map in the 80s with WrestleMania, with guys he would become friends with and foes with over the years. Guys like Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, Bobby the Brain Heenan, who he had had feelings with in the AWA, Andre the Giant, if you will, and many, many more. And like I said, that night at the Garden, it was a celebration. But tonight, folks, we want to ask you, however, out there in the wrestling public, however, who was the bigger star of the 1980s? Was it Hulk Hogan, or was it the Nature Boy Ric Flair? And we're going to compare the two, Howard, and give you our thoughts, Howard. I mean, oh, Ric Flair, oh, we all oh, oh, oh. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, is the star of the 1980s. Woo! Yes, indeed, and Ric Flair, of course would have some great battles over the years, however, with guys uh, similar to Hulk Hogan he had later become friends with and foes with as well. Guys like Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes. He piled around with guys like Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and Lex Luger to do the Four Horsemen. Hogan, of course, would have his group later on. And you say Hulk Hogan won the world title in 1984? You know what the Nature Boy was doing back in the day? Oh, he was styling and profiling, and of course he oh, was styling racing. and profiling. Hulk Hogan couldn't come to NWA to feel the Nature Boy. But we would yeah. see later. But we would see some matches later on down the road in the early '90s that would develop. Ten years later, however, the two came to a clash at Bash at the Beach when Hulk Hogan, after being with Vince McMahon for ten years, however, decided to ship out of New York, head back home down south. This time to Atlanta, arriving Ted Turner's uh, pocket and lap, if you will. He would face Ric Flair at the infamous. Bash at the Beach, where he had Shaq O'Neal, Mr. T, Jimmy Hart with him, and he pulled off the upset of the year in 1994 by winning the WCW World Title. He, of course, would also have battles, as we said, with many other guys in WCW, guys like Goldberg, guys like uh, the Giant, if you will, Luger, Savage, the list goes on and on. But like I said, when you compare the two of what happened in the 80s, it's not that it's pretty similar, but it's a little off in some ways. Taste in point, Hogan, as we said, won the world title in 1984. He would then go on to headline, of course, the very first six WrestleManias, including, however, two of them, uh, two, 
two of them with very big, strong men in the form of King Kong Buddy and Andre the Giant. Ric Flair, of course, would go on to headline the very first 10 Starcades, if you will, from 1983 through 93, except for 1991 and 92, however. But he would be in the rings with some of the best wrestlers also. Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, Harley Race, Ronnie Garvin, Lex Luger, Sting, if you will, however. Just to list a few, and of course, the late, great Leon White, a.k.a. Big Van Vader. Of course, you talk about the territories, they're a little different in some ways. You had Jimmy Crockett Jr., of course, uh, inherit the business from his father, Big Jim Sr. Of course, he would start pay-per-views, we know it, and it began on Thanksgiving night, 1983, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Two years later, however, and several months before that, in March of 1985, however, we would see WrestleMania come into play. But before WrestleMania, however, the WWE did have an advantage, however, somewhat with their infamous show, The War to Settle the Score. And boy, oh boy, was it quite a battle there in 1985, if you will. But at the same time, the NWA had done their similar things, however, by calling their event The Road to Greensboro. So, folks, I mean, like I said, it was very similar. The announcing, however, was also quite a little bit similar, too. The NWA at the time had guys like Bob Cottle. They had the young Tony Schiavone. They had the dean of wrestling, Gordon Soley, who had also been calling championship wrestling for matches and events down in Florida, as well as David Crockett Jr., David Crockett, Jim Crockett's uh, uh, younger brother, and, of course, the other son of Big Jim Crockett Sr., if you will. The WWE, however, had guys like Vince McMahon, Mean Gene, Jesse the Body, uh, Gene, uh, Jesse Ventura, as I said, however, uh, Pat Patterson, if you will, Bruno San Martino, if you will, Johnny Valiant, and so much more. So like I said, folks, it was very similar, but the uh, locations where they did their shows were also unique. I mean, the WWE for a long time, however, until Hulkamania had come around, was always strictly in the Northeast, places like Philadelphia, New York, Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, New Haven, whereas in the uh, Mid-Atlantic Territory, you had shows down in Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, if you will, however. But like I said, however, it was very similar. And now I will turn it over to the human suplex machine to give us his thoughts, however, of the similarities between Starcade and WrestleMania, but also share some of his favorite moments, however, of the Hogan-Rick Flair separate entity that each of these gentlemen had in the 19s. But before we get to that, folks, we want to tell you that tonight we will continue the discussion on Revolution 138055 Pound. Be sure to check that out. John will have the birthdays and dates in history. Gerard T. Smith and I will have the news headlines for you. And then tomorrow night, folks, we'll have Wolfpack for you. 138521 Pound begin at 9 p.m. So now I will turn it over to the human suplex machine with his oh. thoughts, Tower about Hogan and Flair of the 1980s. Ha, 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 ha. This is on, uh, on, uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, 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 I loved WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 3 and myself. That's when I got the chance to take on Hulk Hogan, and he body slammed me. <laughs> yes. But I do think, however, when you think about it, how it has been very unique, to say the least. Now, before we, uh, like I said, we get John's thoughts on some other things, we do have some breaking news that just oh came my in God. on what, the water. What, what's happened to me? Have I, 
Somebody I don't possessed know. my my Someone phone. Someone possessed you. I don't know. Uh, but we do have some news in. I'm, a, I'm awake. Thomas. I'm awake. Hi, everybody. Yes. I'm awake. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, we do have some news from Jeremy Thomas from 411 Mania. And, folks, get ready to hold on to your seats. There's a song likes to say most of the time, hold on to your butts. This is breaking news just coming in on the wire from Jeremy Thomas at 411 Mania. John, you're going to be absolutely amazed to hear this story. Two fellow Impact wrestlers could be on their way to WWE. We don't know if they'll be going to NXT yet, or they'll be making their showing their appearance here in the next several little while, however. But right now, folks, they have asked for their release and have departed the company and are now on their way to WWE. And you'll never guess who they are. Tell me, Sanjay Dutt. Oh. And are you and are you ready for this one? The Monster Abyss. Yes, folks, this is what I've just read moments ago. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your seatbelts. This is going to blow your mind. Two of Impact's wrestling stars have departed the company in Abyss and Sanjay Dutt, with both set it to be headed to WWE. PW Insider reports that an email was sent to the Impact roster informing them of both exits and wishing them well. The belief among multiple people is that they are headed to WWE and will be working there soon. The word is that both exits were amicable and that Impact did not want to hold them back from the opportunities they received, however. Kone and Tommy Dreamer replaced Dutt on the creative team of Impact, working with Don Cyrus Callis, Scott D'Amore, and Jimmy Jacobs. Abyss, meanwhile, is one of Impact's longest tenured performers, having worked there the last 16, almost 17 years, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame last year. John, I will ask you this right now. Could we see these two this Sunday at the Rumble in Phoenix? And if not, could we see them at WrestleMania? Oh, my God. Oh, my lord, Sun Sanjay Dutt and Abyss. Huh. I think it's about time for Abyss to come to the WWE. And I'm telling you Start right now, get... could we see Abyss and The Undertaker? Could we see I think the it's match? too late for that. You I think? think it's too late for that. Okay, what about Sanjay Dutt? What's your take on Sanjay? Where do they go with him? I think 205 Live could be his uh, location. Yeah, put him in the cruiserweight division. I could see that happening, but Abyss, I could see him taking on guys like Braun Strowman, maybe Brock Lesnar, perhaps, maybe? I don't Mm -hmm. know. But folks, this, we will be on top of this story, folks, uh, during the Revolution show tonight, but again, folks, if you did not hear the news, breaking news just in moments ago, from the 411 Mania website, however, and from Jeremy Thomas. We do want to thank Jeremy, who is a very good personal friend of mine, however, for posting this story. Yes, folks, the stories are true, however, and it has been confirmed, however, that both Sanjay Dutt and, yes, folks, the Monster Abyss are on their way to WWE. Now, speaking of the Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of this weekend, folks, Get ready for what should be an action-packed, wild, crazy weekend, ladies and gentlemen, however. In the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, this Saturday night, we will have a very special two-hour pay-per-view special hour. It starts at 7 p.m. with TakeOver. Join John, myself, 
Chad and the rest of the gang in the Panel Way 2 Top Panel with our predictions and thoughts. And who knows, some bets might be being made. Also this Sunday at 5 p.m. Revolution, we'll get the Rumble predictions in, folks. We can tell you that there will be a two-hour special going into the Rumble, however, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, the event begins at 7 p.m. We can tell you that now they have now announced, John, I'm not sure if you've heard or not, however, they have announced that two of the matches that will be on the card this Sunday will be now pushed to the pre-show, believe it or not. It'll be the Cruiserweight Fatal 4-Way between Kalisto, Hideo Itami, Akira Tozawa, and Buddy Murphy. And we also understand that Rusev Day and Nakamura now have been pushed to the pre-show. So, in case you're wondering what pre-show matches will be on, those are the ones that have been pushed. But folks, this Monday on Raw Radio, John, myself, the Human Suplex Machine, as I said, Heller, along with uh, our good friend, hopefully the Rouse Thinking Nell Patel, and also the Heartbreak Kid, will be returning back to action for the first time in a while here on Raw Radio. We will give you our thoughts of the aftermath of TakeOver and the Rumble. We'll give you some early thoughts about the Super Bowl, too. You never know. But we'll also talk about the Raw ratings and predictions. We have not heard yet, however, unfortunately, the ratings yet, however. But we will keep you up to date with this story in just a minute. In fact, I just saw the viewership rating earlier today, John. I don't know if you heard it or not, however. But I did hear it, believe it or not, however. And here is the viewership in case you're curious, however. The viewership this week went from a 2.722 to 2.462. Unfortunately, it took a little bit of a hit this week, however. As a result, the first hour did pretty well with 2.84. However, the second and third hour really dropped off. 2.40 in hour number two and 2.15 in hour number three. So, unfortunately, not pretty good news for the final two hours, but the first hour of the show did do pretty good, however. Now, we have not heard the actual number and rating yet, however, as far as Raw goes, but folks, we will let you know if we hear anything, let's just say, however, as far as that goes, however, coming up here in just a little bit. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, however, we are also following NXT tonight. We will have a very action-packed show there coming up, believe it or not, however, tonight. In fact, we're going to tell you what matches you can see tonight. It will be Marcel Barthel and Fabian Ashner will be taking on Oni Lurkan and Danny Birch. We know that the Velveteen Dream will be taking on Bobby Fish. Johnny Gargano, of course, is planned to be called out by the Ricochet. How, of course, those two will be getting on for the North American title this coming week. And Io Shirai and Kari Zane will take on Tanya Brooks and Ember Nova. And then speaking of uh, uh, women, however, we understand that recently Dakota Kai just had surgery this past week. We do want to wish her a very speedy recovery, however as she will be recovering from that. Of course, she will be out of action for an extended period of time as she recently had surgery, but we would definitely like to wish her nothing but the best and a very speedy recovery as well. But folks, as I said, it is going to be very interesting. The fun begins, of course, uh, tonight on Revolution. Like I said, the fun kicks over into uh, Saturday and Sunday, if you will. And John, also I can tell you that we do have an update on the Total Bellas premiere and second episode, in case you're curious. The first episode last week, ladies and gentlemen, did 505,000 viewers. The second episode, Howard, went down to 460. The reason why is because of the playoff game between Kansas City and New England. And surprisingly, John, you're going to absolutely be blown with this stat, Howard. The AFC Championship game had 53 million people watching the game. 
So you can only imagine what it's going to be like. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So you can only imagine what it's going to be like this week with the Rumble and everything, however, Sunday night on Network, however, and then the following Sunday, however, for Super Bowl Sunday, what it's going to be like the next week. So I'll tell you what. I did watch the first episode, however. I did not catch up on the second episode yet, but I did watch the first episode earlier today. Uh, I gotta say, I was really disappointed. I really was. I mean, I don't know why the Bellas are back. I know they're gonna be on, uh, freaking, uh, Jimmy Fallon's show, I believe tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken, early, or maybe Friday night, I'm not sure. But, uh, that being said, folks, uh, I don't know why WWE is, or the E-Network is bringing them back to television. I think it's absolutely stupid. I think it's absolutely moronic. And I just wish they would just go away. I mean, I really do. I wish they would just go away. Now, folks, uh, we understand that this weekend, however, NXT will be announcing their year-end awards, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, we can tell you what, however, these are the categories, however, and John, I'll get your thoughts, however, on who is up for the awards, however, and get your thoughts on who should win the awards, however. Like I said, we're going to be also sharing this with you all, folks, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, the Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 page, so be sure to check that out. And, of course, the voting will be held this Saturday night, right before TakeOver, but tonight, folks, how are here on the debate, John and I will give you our votes, however, as who we think will win in our eyes. So, folks, here's what we got. John, here are your female competitors of the year. Nikki Cross, Shayna Baszler, Kari Zane, Ember Moon, Bianca Belair. Who do you got? Uh, I got Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna will win, too, although I wouldn't put it past Nikki Cross, however, but I'm going to go with you there. I agree with you, Shayna will go there. The Men's Award, Tommaso Chiappa, Johnny Gargano, Ricochet, Alistair Black, The Velveteen Dream, Andreas Cianalmas, Adam Cole, baby, and the Bruiserweight, Pete Dunne. Who's your pick here? I got Pete Dunne. That's a good choice. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Johnny Gargano. I like Johnny Gargano a lot, guys. I'll tell you, I think the Rocky Balboa of the WWE will pull off the big underdog, and he could pull off the upset against the Ricochet, as I said, folks. And I'll make my predictions known either tomorrow night or Friday. However, I might do them tomorrow night. You never know, uh, folks. However, or possibly Friday night as far as who I think will win the North American title. So that's who I think. Okay. Now, overall competitor of the year. Here is your competitors. Chiapa, Nikki Cross, Gargano, Ricochet, Shayna Baszler, Alistair Black, Kari Zane, The Velveteen Dream, Andreas Cianalmas, Ember Moon, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Bianca Belair. Who's your award winner for Competitor of the Year? Um, I'm going to have to go with Johnny Gargano. All right, uh, good pick. I'm going to go, I was going to go that way too, but this time I'm going to go against you again. I'm going to take Chiappa on this one. I'm going to take Tommaso Chiappa, the Sicilian stretcher on this one. All right, tag team of the year. Here are your competitors. The Undisputed Era, War Raiders, Street Profits, Heavy Machinery, Laurent, Only Lorcan and Danny Birch, Lorcan Birch, or Mustache Mount, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Who do you got? Uh, I, got uh, I got the Undisputed Era. I want to choose the Undisputed Era, too. I really do. I'm going to go uh, with them, too. I really am. Although, don't put it past Mustache Batson, though, folks, or the Warriors. The Warriors, of course, got a big match with the Undisputed Era for those tag team titles coming up Saturday night, if you will. Now, take over the year. Here's your choices. Philly, 
New Orleans, Chicago, Brooklyn, the War Games. Philly. I'm going to go with the War Games. Although, all five of them were pretty damn good this last year. I think the War Games gets my edge in Los Angeles. I think I'm going to take the War Games in L.A. for that one. Match of the year, folks. The War Games match itself. Gargano Almas. Mustache Mount versus Undisputed Era. Gargano versus Chiappa in New Orleans. The ladder match for the North American title. Kari Zane versus Shane in Brooklyn. Ricochet versus The Dream in Chicago. Chiappa and Black are on TV, however, in July. Dunn versus Zach Gibson in late August. Cole and Black in the Extreme Rules match in Philly. Dunn and O'Reilly in June of this past year in the UK on NXT TV. Burchton and Lacan versus the Undisputed Era in Chicago, however. Cross and Belair in September. Rico Chet versus Dunn the following week in the UK. Champ versus Champ. Or the Triple Threat, Rico Chet, Pete Dunn, and Am Cole in October for the North American title on NXT TV. Who's your pick in this one? Gargano versus Ciampa. In New Orleans, okay. I'm going to go with Gargano and Almas in Philly. I really like that one, but these are, again, all good matches in consideration. No doubt about it. Okay. Now, the rivalry of the year. Gargano versus Chiappa. Zane versus Baszler. Black and Gargano versus Chiappa and Cross. Gargano versus Almas. The Mustache Mound versus Undisputed Era. Ember versus Shayna. Or Ricochet versus The Dream. Uh, I'm going to go with Tommaso and Ciampa. Yeah, I'm going to go there too. I agree with you. I think that'll be the feud of the year, no question. Okay, breakout star of the year. Bianca Belair, Lacey Evans, Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai, Laura Sullivan, The Ricochet, EC3, or The War Raiders? I'm going to go with The War Raiders. I'm going to go with uh, Ricochet. I think Ricochet's going to edge him. I like him a lot. I'm going to go with him in a close one. All right, the future star of NXT award goes to these competitors. Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, the Forgotten Sons, Jason, or Jackson Riker, Steve Cutler, Wesley Blake, Dominic Djokovic, Io Shirai, Johnny Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, Duke Shafir, or Kona Reeves. Um, hmm, tough one. Yes, it is. Mm, I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say Candice LeRae. I'll take Candice LeRae. Then. I'll say the same thing, too. So you're going to go Johnny Gargano's wife as well. Okay, so folks, again, these are the NXT Awards, folks. This Saturday, of course, on the pre-show, be sure to check out the winners and the losers, however. And, of course, we will be following this very carefully. I believe that starts at 6 o'clock or 6.30. I will be watching that very carefully during the power hour, but I will be trying to get on around that time. And, John, hopefully you can make it as well. However, we'd love to hear from you about that, however, about the big takeover show. Now, folks, here's where you can check the WWE in action at a facility near you. 
Tomorrow night, of course, the Vijayas Arena in San Diego, or San Diego, California, if you will. Tickets are still on sale for that. Friday night, the Riverside Municipal Auditorium in Riverside. Then, of course, the Talking Stick Resort Arena, where Raw and SmackDown will be held also Monday and Tuesday of next week in Phoenix this Saturday. Tickets are almost sold out for those shows as well. Plus, this Friday and Saturday, as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we will be at the Phoenix Convention Center for the Royal Rumble Access, if you will. Uh, we already told you where we're going to be during the course of February, however, but we do not tell you where we're going to be at the end of February into March. We can tell you now. We do have an update on where you can check out your favorite superstars. But before we do, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on February 16th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Dallas Autorama in Dallas, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, from 1 to 3.30 p.m., come meet the Viper, Randy Orton, however. No post-vote opportunities are going to be allowed for this, unfortunately, but the Viper will be there in Big D the day before the Elimination Chamber in Houston, in Big D, coming up on February 16th, ladies and gentlemen, in the Lone Star State. Then, the Sunday morning before the Elimination Chamber, come meet the man herself, Becky Lynch, from 10 to noon, ladies and gentlemen, not far from the Toyota Compact Center at 8307 Beechnut Street in Houston, Texas, 77036. Now, Please get there early, folks, however. We're telling you right now because the first 250 people will be allowed and wristband policy will be in effect for this event, however. So if you want to meet Becky Lynch before her big battle, however, at the Extreme Elimination Chamber, Howard, that night at the Toyota Compact Center, come meet her that Sunday morning early, however, at the Cricket Wireless Store, ladies and gentlemen, in Houston, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, February 22nd, however, in Kansas City, folks, however, at the KC Royals uh, Convention Hour from 6 to 8, come meet the Viper himself, Randy Orton, near his hometown in Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, folks, KC Mo, if you will, the Friday following the Extreme Elimination Chamber. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if that's not all, however, we've got more to talk about, folks, and we're telling you about this right now, so bear with us here. We're trying to get this information to you all here. Just bear with us here. Uh, coming up, however... Um, as I said, folks, however, we talked about Becky Lynch. We'll mention her again, folks. Coming up Tuesday morning, February 19th, right before SmackDown in New Orleans that night, folks, from 11 to 1, ladies and gentlemen. However, I just had it here, uh, so bear with me. I'm still trying to get this here. I'm going crazy here, folks, as you can only imagine, uh, following all the stuff, however. But, yes, folks, come meet the man herself, however, at the Cricket Wireless Store just outside of New Orleans in West Wego, ladies and gentlemen, however. And that will be coming up, however, on Friday, or Tuesday morning, February 19th on 11.01 at 1020 West Banks Expressway, Suite C, West Wego, 70094 from 11.01. Yes, folks, autographs, however, first come, first serve. Get there early, right before Fat Tuesday, and you want to celebrate uh, jazz and Poe Boys and Bayonets and all that good stuff in New Orleans. However, well, come meet the man herself, however, right before SmackDown gets underway that night, ladies and gentlemen, live in New Orleans, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, February 22nd at the Milwaukee World of Wheels at the Wisconsin State Fair State Park in Milwaukee, Brewtown, Wisconsin. Come meet the man herself again, ladies and gentlemen. She will be signing autographs there. And then, folks, get ready for what should be an action-packed march. We will tell you about that here in just a second. But, folks, we can tell you also... February 26th. Yes, folks, February 26th in Charlotte, North Carolina. The boys at the Uso Penitentiary will be signing autographs that uh, Tuesday morning at 3124 Eastway Drive, Suite 670, however, in Charlotte, 28205, however, from 1101, right before SmackDown Live that night in the Queen City, 
right after Monday Night Raw is in Atlanta. Of course, on February 25th, but February 26th, folks, we will end February in a big way as we return to Mr. WCW's neck of the woods near there, I should say, in Charlotte as SmackDown Live will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, from, uh, let's see, I just saw this, folks. Hold on, I just saw this. Uh, bear with me. I'm going crazy here again, as you can imagine. Uh, folks, so hold on a second. Uh, like I said, hold on a second. Uh, where is it? I just saw it here. What arena that we're going to be at here on the 26th of February. Uh, we know that Sasha and Bailey, of course, we told you they're going to be signing autographs this Saturday morning oh. in Tempe. It's Cricket Wireless over there. Please, please get there a little early, folks. We're telling you right now, get there early, because if you don't, how are you going to be, you know what, out of luck. Uh, but, folks, we can tell you... Uh, uh, also, tell you, we can tell you, folks, however, real quick, however, before we tell you about what arena we're going to be at, coming up on February 23rd at the Calgary World of Wheels at the BMO Center, come meet Ray Jr. Yes, folks, Ray Mysterio Jr. on Saturday night, February 23rd, will be signing autographs from 6 to 8.30 p.m. that night in Calgary, the home of the hitman, Bret Hart. He will be doing a very special meet and greet for you fans there in Calgary. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Andy, I'm going to have to go, my man. Okay, why don't you go ahead? I'm going to continue to hype up our stuff, Howard, and I will talk to you. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. And, of course, the Bye. two fucks machine now. See ya. Now leaving us, we want to thank him for coming on the line. John, we will talk to you here in a little bit, of course, with more about the Hulk Hogan thing, Howard. We're sorry to shut you out, but uh, we'll definitely talk to you here in a little bit. Uh, the arena we were talking about, ladies and gentlemen, it is called formerly the Time Warner Sports Arena, but it is now known as the Spectrum Center. But that is where you can see SmackDown Live coming up on the February 26th. Then, folks, we start March off in a big way. First off, Friday, March the 1st, at the Detroit Autorama Kobo Center. Come meet the man who burns it down. Yes, folks, Seth freaking Rollins will be signing autographs in Hockey Town, USA, Detroit Rock City on Friday, March the 1st from 6 to 9, folks. That is going to be awesome, to say the least. Of course, if that's not all, folks, however, we'll tell you more about that here in just a minute. Coming up Sunday, March the 3rd at high noon at the Las Vegas uh, Toy and Comic Convention in Westgate, Las Vegas, at the Resort and Casino. Come meet the Viper from 12 to 3 p.m., however, none other than the Viper himself, Randy Orton, if you will, as he will be talking to his fans there in Sin City. Then, folks, hold on to your seatbelts because we're going to tell you more. Coming up, Monday night, March the 4th. Yes, folks, March the 4th. We return in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, folks, the Wells Fargo Center will be the location for what should be an exciting night of action. However, out Monday night, Raw, and tickets will go on sale, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on Saturday, February the 16th. That's less than three and a half weeks from this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, for the Monday, March 4th show there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Then, Tuesday, March the 5th, at the Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza, right before Fast Lane. We will travel about two hours west on I-76 and 95 to Wilkes-Barre. Yes, folks, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, the home of the baby penguins. And yes, folks, we will be live there with SmackDown Live. We have not heard yet if there will be any autographs before Raw or SmackDown that Monday and Tuesday in Philly in Wilkes-Barre, but I'm sure we'll find out more about that over the course of the next several weeks, however. In addition to that, folks, hold on to your seatbelts so it gets even better. Tuesday, excuse me, Sunday, March the 10th, ladies and gentlemen, fast lane. Yes, folks, vroom, vroom, vroom. We'll be heading up the I-76 and 80 corridor to the city by the lake, Cleveland, Ohio, folks. And the home formerly of LBJ, LeBron James, for Fastlane 2019 at the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, as we will be coming to you live there. 
Then, Monday night, March the 11th. Yes, folks, I'm looking forward to this event with great anticipation. The Steel City welcomes Monday Night Raw back to Pittsburgh. And, folks, tickets for those shows will go on sale, I believe, coming up, however, on February 23rd and 22nd, respectively, in Cleveland and in Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, unless they've already... Uh, sold out both of those shows, but I can tell you the Pittsburgh tickets are still on sale for the March 11th show. For the Fastlane show, I believe tickets are still on sale for that show, but I would get them very soon in case you're curious, Howard. But yes, folks, Monday, March 11th, we will be returning to the Steel City, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with Monday Night Raw on that particular date. Then, Tuesday, March the 12th, ladies and gentlemen, we head to the Nuttier Center right near Wright State University in the home of the Dane Flyers, and we'll be flying high right before St. Paddy's Day and March Madness, if you will, as it Counting down, heading into the spring. Yes, folks, Dane, Ohio is where we'll be heading to, folks. The home of the Wright Brothers as SmackDown Live will be coming to you live that Tuesday night, March the 12th, live from Dayton. And, folks, it gets better. Oh, yes, it gets way better. And we'll tell you why, because here's where we're going to be next. The following Monday night after Pittsburgh, however, we will be going back to one of my cities. Yes, folks, Chi-Town, Chicago, Illinois. And the All-State Arena. Yes, folks, we always have a good time in Chicago. You can bet your sweet bippy. We're going to have a great time in Chicago as the countdown to WrestleMania and New Jersey continues here as we hit the Windy City Monday night, March the 18th at the All-State Arena. We do not know yet when tickets will go on sale, but we will be coming to you live there on the 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day. Tuesday, March 19th, we head off to Indianapolis to the Bankers Life Field House in the Hoosier State, if you will, with SmackDown Live. And, folks, that will be a great show there. Then, a quick reminder, Saturday, as of now, Saturday, March the 23rd, hold on to your seat belts for this one, folks, at the Fightman Sports Memorabilia Store just outside of the Lone Star State, or excuse me, in the Lone Star State in H-Town itself, Houston, Texas, come meet the dead man. Yes, folks, could be a Hall of Fame nominee at the same time, however. The dead man will be returning to his one of his former homes, if you will, Houston, Texas, on March 23rd at the Fightman Sports Memorabilia Store in Friendswood. However, that is going to be awesome. I believe he'll be signing RS from 3 to 5 or 3 to 5.30 or 6 o'clock. That's Saturday, March the 23rd. And then, folks... Oh, yes, it gets more and more exciting, and we'll tell you why, because here's why. March the 25th, right before WrestleMania, however, we will be in Boston. Yes, folks, one of my other favorite cities, Boston, if you will, for Monday Night Raw at the TD Garden in Beantown. And as you know, with baseball just around the corner, the Red Sox ready to defend their World Series championship, you can imagine, it is going to be a wild and crazy time being up there in Beantown on the 25th of March. Then, the 26th of uh, March, our, we come to you live from the Mohegan Sun Arena in Unicusville, Connecticut, with SmackDown Live, and that should be a great show. Then, folks, April the 1st, yes, folks, April Fool's Day, the week before WrestleMania, we're going to be back in John's neck of the woods, folks. Yes, folks, the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., D.C. 101, and the boys, however, will be having a great time there in D.C., another great town of great action, and that is going to be so exciting, to say the least. We will be coming to you live there with Monday Night Raw at the Capital One Arena in D.C. on April Fool's Day night, however. That is going to be awesome. And then, folks, Tuesday, April the 2nd, right before we head back up to New York, however, SmackDown Live will be coming to you live from Baltimore. Yes, folks, Baltimore, however, if you will, at the Royal Farms Arena there in Raven Country in Baltimore, Maryland. And then, folks, hold on to your seats. Here we go. Friday night, April the 5th, TakeOver Brooklyn. Yes, folks, we head back to Brooklyn for TakeOver 5, if you will, on Friday, April 5, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Saturday night, April the 6th, the Hall of Fame ceremony 
at the Barclays Center. Sunday, April the 7th, MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. We're going to have a lot of fun there. Monday night, April the 8th, we return to the Barclays Center, however, for Monday Night Raw once again. And then Tuesday, April 9th, we wrap up our Brooklyn week in a big way, New York Jersey Week 2 with SmackDown Live. So, folks, I'll tell you what. It is really shaping up to be, over the next three months, however, a very, very exciting time in the WWE. Now, for you NXT fans, of course, uh, in Pittsburgh and in Cleveland, we can tell you right now, they will be coming to your neck of the woods, however. on uh, Let's just check here real quick again. Uh, we can tell you right now that March the 1st, they will be coming to you live in Pittsburgh at Stage AE. Tickets are already on sale for that show. I believe this weekend they'll be selling out tickets or trying to sell tickets to the NXT show at the Express Live in Columbus on Thursday, February 28th. And then Saturday night, March the 2nd, ladies and gentlemen, I believe they will be doing a show. Yes, they are doing two shows that night, I should say, of NXT first at the Maxwell Snyder Armory in Jacksonville, Florida. And then, of course, that night as well at the Agora Theater in Cleveland, Ohio. So, folks, I'll tell you what. You are talking about a very exciting time over the next couple of months, however, with NXT, with Houses of Raw and SmackDown, and also pay-per-views as well. We are going to be so jacked. I mean, we are definitely going to be on the road to WrestleMania after Sunday, Howard. I cannot wait for this weekend. I am really excited for the TakeOver show on Saturday, as you can tell. I'm even more excited about the Rumble this Sunday, as well as Raw and SmackDown next week in Phoenix. It is going to be a lot of fun. John has already told me. He has already got the weather forecast of what's going on out there. It is supposed to be pretty nice out there, so that is really good to say. They might have the Dome open this Sunday, so we will definitely be watching that very very carefully now having said that since john has already left us we still got a few minutes to kill we're going to talk some more things of what's going on here in the world of wrestling however as we will go back to telling you what's happening of course as we said a lot happening tonight on nxt of course in case you did not hear ladies and gentlemen uh right now we can tell you right now uh ladies and gentlemen however that uh that was a very interesting night of action tonight only their can and danny birch taking on marcel barthel and fabian Ashneer. as a result only their can and birch did pick up the win there however in the first match of the evening we can tell you there however ladies and gentlemen we can also tell you of course we got some great matches coming up this weekend however at takeover i already told you about uh a couple of them already. Uh, Shayna Baszler will be taking on Bianca Belair for the NXT Women's Championship. The Ricochet will be taking on, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Gargano, however, ladies and gentlemen, for the North American Championship. Uh, Tommaso Chiappa, the Sicilian stretcher man himself, ladies and gentlemen, will be taking on the Dutch destroyer, Alistair Black, for the NXT title. Can Black become number 13 champion in the NXT world's history, or will he come up a little short, however, and Chiappa find a way to retain? We'll have to wait and see there. Then, of course, we got these two other matches that should be very good as well. First off, two guys who have not seen eye-to-eye over the past month or so and who have had a real dislike for one another. It'll be the broski man himself, Matt Riddle, folks. Yes, folks, Matt Riddle will be making his NXT in-ring debut against a man known as Cassius. Oh, no. Will Cassius, oh, no, make Riddle uh, say, oh, no, to him and basically solve him? Or will Riddle find a way to continue to be in a joking mood and make, oh, no, say, oh, no, to him? We'll have to wait and see there. And then, for the NXT Tag Team titles, folks, hold on to this one. This is going to be a doozy. The Undisputed Era, which Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, I believe, will not be allowed at ringside, however, by Commissioner William Regal of NXT. However, it will be the two other guys, Kylo Riley and Roderick Strong, defending their gold against the War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe. And speaking of Rowe, ladies and gentlemen, we want to congratulate, as we said earlier, to uh, 
Raymond Rowe, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Howard. Recently, he got married to a wonderful girl, Sarah Logan of the Bride Squad, just a few weeks ago in a Viking wedding, so congrats to him. Hopefully, he can find a way to celebrate his new marriage by capturing along with his brother, Mr. Hansen, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. However, if you will, by capturing the NXT tag team titles away from the Undisputed Era. The question is, will they and can they, especially after what happened at the War Games back in L.A. in November? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of NXT, we want to congratulate Killian Dane and Nikki Cross, believe it or not, who recently just got married last week as well, as they recently uh, had a uh, chance to um, celebrate their marriage not too long ago. So congratulations is definitely in order for them. And folks, we can tell you, however, that NXT will be coming out with their uh, Best of NXT TakeOver DVD March the 19th. Yes, folks, March the 19th, however, for all you fans, however, who are looking for the great NXT DVD. Also, this past week, they had the TLC DVD out, of course, coming up in a few weeks. We'll have the best of Raw and SmackDown from this past year, plus the World Rumble will be out on DVD March the 5th. But, folks, I'll tell you what, however, you're looking for a good a good DVD, however, to add to your stash, however, definitely you want to check out, however, as I said, however, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, on March the 19th, however, with the best of TakeOver. And, folks, we can tell you right now, however, that uh, we have already heard, however, what matches you will see, however, on that NXT DVD. Marvin Ole will be your host of those folks, and believe it or not, this will be a very special two-disc, however, 11-match DVD, however, and here are the matches you will want to see on this DVD. First off, of course, uh, Morrow begins by hosting, by uh, giving you his famous trademark catchphrase, Mamma Mia, folks, and boy, oh boy, does that statement ring true. First off, it will be one of the better matches that I saw last year, ladies and gentlemen, however, an Extreme Rules match in Philadelphia. The Dutch destroyer himself taking on the leader of the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, baby, in Philadelphia. Of course, it was exactly one year ago this weekend, however, that we this coming weekend, however, that we saw those two tear it down in Philadelphia. If that's not all, who could forget that great main event following in what was an unbelievable Extreme Rules, intense, high-flying, uh, no-holds-barred brawl, no brawl that could have spilled all the way out into the streets of Philadelphia and all the way down to the Delaware River, if you will. This one was a brawl, to say the least, too. It was the then-champion, Andrea Cien Almas, with Selena Vega at his side. How Selena Vega, the wife, of course, of Aleister Black, taking on the Rocky Balboa of the WWE at the time. How I called him that, how shortly after this match uh, took place, Johnny wrestling himself, Johnny Gargano. And as I said, folks, you talk about a real big brawl between those two. Those guys absolutely tore it down in Philly. Then, of course, who could forget what happened in New Orleans just a few months later for the North American Championship. A new belt that William Regal and NXT created, however, and this one was definitely a great match to say, and if you have not seen this match, folks, you definitely owe it to yourself to check this out. It was the leader of the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, taking on EC3, taking on Killian Dane, taking on the Rocky Mountain uh, brawler, Laura Sullivan, taking on the man who took me a while to warm up to this guy, but I've started to be impressed with him more and more every time I watch him. The Velveteen Dream taking on Ricochet, how are ladies and gentlemen, Ricochet for the North American title. Adam Cole, of course, won that match, but folks, that was a hellacious 40-45 minute fight, Howard. And you talk about great ladder matches over the years like Scott Hall and Shawn Michaels. You talk about other great ladder moments over the years, however, including the Rock and Triple H from SummerSlam 98. This was just right about up there, folks as uh, this one was definitely a show stealer. Also, speaking of Rico Chen and the Velveteen Dream, we saw what they did at TakeOver 2 in Chicago in June. That'll be on this very first disc DVD. And then, of course, folks, you thought about a great match that was in 
intense in New Orleans, however. It was even more intense in Chicago, and this time it was no holds barred in Chicago. Anything went, however. The two guys who used to be teammates and brothers and best friends, now bitter enemies, Tommaso Chiappa taking on Johnny Gargano. Once again, those two absolutely stole the show in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, however. You can definitely relive that moment once again by watching this intense brawl. Then we go to disc two, folks, and of course, here is what uh, we had on disc number two. We start out with, we have fun, and boy, did we ever have fun. This one was a good match, to say the least, however. Undisputed Era, however, taking on Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate, a very good match there. Also, a great match in this one, Howard Adam Cole versus the Ricochet for the North American title, a.k.a. Ricochet. Ricochet, of course, won the title that night from Adam Cole, however, and what was a very good match, however, for the North American title. Also, folks, Shayna Baszler versus Kari Sane. Uh, a pretty good match here. Shayna Baszler had won the title by beating Ember Moon, of course, as you know. In New Orleans back in April, of course, of last year, she, of course, had a big challenge ahead of her, however, in the form of the pirate girl herself, Kari Sane. Would Kari Sane, however, make uh, Shayna Baszler tap, or would Shayna Baszler find Kari Sane, however, not to be on her level? Well, you'll definitely have to want to watch this one to find out, to say the least. Then, folks, however, we have some other matches to talk about, including these ones. Here's to another undisputed year, and rightly so. These three matches, folks, I'll tell you what. You talked about some great matches last year in the latter part of 2018 going into the new year. These three matches were so stewards to say the least. First off, you had Johnny Wrestling, a.k.a. Johnny Gargano, taking on the Dutch Destroyer, Alistair Black at War Games 2 in L.A. Plus, you had Tommaso Chiapa take on the Velveteen Dream for the NXT World's title. And then, of course, the big War Games match, however, the Undisputed Era versus the Bruiserweight, Pete Dunne, the Ricochet, however, a.k.a. Ricochet, and Hanson and Rowe, of course, the War Raiders, in the War Games steel cage match. I'll tell you what, if you saw War Games 1 last year or two years ago in Houston, and you thought that was brutal, wait till you see this one in Los Angeles. This was even more brutal than the first one. But, folks, I'll tell you what, I've seen most of these matches. I'll tell you, there is not one bad match on that DVD to say this. This two-disc DVD is very unique, and you will definitely want to go back and relive some of these moments again. Like I said, the Adam cole Alistair Black match was good. Uh, the Gargano Chiapa Chicago Street fight was incredible. Uh, Gargano and Black was good in Chicago. The women's match with Baszler and Sane was good. Uh, Adam Cole or CC3, Dane Sullivan, Ricochet, and Dream was even better as well. Folks, I'll tell you what, if you want to add something to your DVD, or if you're a big NXT follower like me, Howard, and you want to add this to your library, Howard, and if you don't have this one already, definitely you want to order this ahead of time. Definitely want to check it out. I mean, I have a lot of NXT DVDs, including the best of Volume 1 and 2, as well as, uh, like I said, last year's DVD. This is going to be my fourth uh, best of NXT DVD among the other DVDs I have over the last several years of NXT pay-per-views, including NXT Brooklyn, Respect, uh, Arrival, however, and uh, some others, if you will. But, folks, NXT is where it's at, folks. And like I said, if you've never seen NXT or have watched NXT over the years, however, since it was first born, how you can tell there's been a lot of great moments and memories over the years. Guys, like I said, uh, Cassius Ono, uh, Ricochet, Adam Cole, um, I can tell you also Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, uh, Candice LeRae, uh, The Undisputed Era, American Alpha, if you will, uh, The Undisputed Era, of course, uh, like I said, William Regal, uh, Mara Ranulo, Andrea Cien Almas, however, uh, Alex Riley, and many, many, many more, folks. And I'll tell you what, NXT is the place to be. No question about it. Well, folks, uh, I guess that's all the time we got for now. I think my voice is starting to give out more and more. I don't know why, but I'm just so pumped up. You can tell tonight it's been a lot of fun.
excuse me, to say the least. I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine, ladies and gentlemen, for coming on tonight. It has been a lot of fun. Of course, we will talk more about the big news, of course, coming up here at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, in case you do not hear. Uh, certain two wrestlers are on their way to WWE. We'll also talk about what has been a very historic evening, however, here in the WCW Radio Network, ladies and gentlemen, however. Like I said, however, it has been a lot of fun, however. I do want to thank you all for listening tonight. I mean, we hope you learned a lot tonight. We will be back at the debate table next week, hopefully again with John and the rest of our panel, including Gerard, Michelle, and the rest of everyone. I do want to say everyone out there, be safe, be careful the rest of the evening and the rest of the week, however, with this weather, whatever you're doing, uh, be wise and be uh, cautious out there, whatever you do. And, folks, we will talk to you again here uh, next week at the debate table. Same time, same place, one six zero five five six two zero four four. Call ID 139925-POUND, and then you can join us on the air. So, folks, uh, we will talk to you again a week from tonight, however. And, again, we will talk to you later on here in just a little bit on Revolution. Have a good rest of the evening. We'll see you on the flip side, folks. Be safe. Be careful out there. And enjoy the rest of your evening. And as we take you out tonight, Howard, we played for you earlier a very special theme of Hulk Hogan. So we're going to play another one of his famous themes. This was actually his first theme before his real song, Real American, became a big hit in the WWE. And I think everyone's going to like this song. I mean, this is, of course, from the old rock and wrestling album, of course, uh, from 1986. So we'll play it out for you as we take you out for the evening. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon from ringside. So for now, this is the Iceman along with the Human Suplex Machine saying so long. And we'll catch you on the flip side very, very soon. Here is our theme that will close us out for the evening.